listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network, GarbageHillNetwork.com. I'm Aaron. And I'm Mac. And we are Uncle Elephant. Well, half of Uncle Elephant. Yeah. Come to our show on September 16th and also listen to Wish Police Radio. Thank you. 
am your regular host, Sam, and I'm here today in a really cool, what, I don't know what this even is, this building, what do you call this? The Loft. The Loft, A Loft, yeah. Jam Space, Studio, whatever it is, uh, with two members of Uncle Elephant, who right. have kind of been on the show before, sort of, in the past. I mean, uh, maybe we'll start with you both introducing yourselves, and then we can kind of sure. get into it from there. Sounds good. My name is uh, Mac Thiessen. I uh, play guitar and sing in this band. I'm Aaron Simcoe. I play the drums, and I do a bit of backups here and there. And who are we missing from the group? How many other people are? So we're missing uh, Brooks Bartow, who also sings and plays bass. And then we're also missing uh, Michael Asenkiu, who plays, I guess he plays the computer. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. And I mean, that might be a good place to start where people might have heard of you before, who, who kind of follow what we're doing here with Witch Police, because you most most recently we did a little video interview with you about your visual effects that's right unit so that's uh people might be familiar with the name from that and then you were on as well back in i think february yeah uh, that's right doing a interview interview at the polish music exchange so yeah that's right but uh when we did that we didn't really talk about your music so much it was mostly about that event so happy to have you guys here or to be here yeah <laughs> in your, <laughs> yeah. your spot yeah. and talk about what you do so uh, i guess for the uninitiated how would you define what kind of music uncle often plays I mean, I'm the newest member, and I think since I've been in, it's probably progressed a little more into the, you know, realm of we don't really know. Or I guess we're kind of exploring, you know? <laughs> yeah. So we've, uh, you know, I, I think that we try to be fairly eclectic. Um, we try to be original. Within the realm of rock, I guess you would call it. Definitely. Which is yeah. a pretty wide realm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. We've, we've kind of started to venture in a little bit more to just doing some open jams and stuff like that and <laughs> blending some of the stuff that Mike is doing on the computer, some of the electronic elements, okay. some, yeah. some kind of turntablism and sampled sounds with, um, you know, just open-ended, almost post-rock grooves. Um, and then also having more, you know, more defined songs, more kind of pop, alt rock, indie rock kind of sounds as well. So okay. we like to kind of mix it up with the, the style of songs that we do. And we're not trying to, you know, emulate any specific sound. We're just trying to, you know, we have an idea, we build on it, we come up with, with a new song and then hopefully polish it and turn it into something that people enjoy. It's, it's what works for everybody. It's not, you know, how can you define what we all do in here, but Mike has been more engaged lately which has been nice yeah it's awesome well this is a hard question right i mean I, I, with a very few exceptions everyone kind of i ask this question to which is pretty much everyone I interview they, they stumble on it right because yeah. i mean unless you're doing something very very specific it's hard to just say oh yeah we're a rock i mean rock is too vague anyway but it, i'm a country singer that 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 when someone does that that works yeah. usually that's pretty mm. specific but then even there you can get right. three or four different layers of subgenres and things like that so uh, if someone has never heard of you before and you're just telling them you have like two seconds to be like i'm in a band how what do you what do you call it like do you, is, there, is there a term that you use to just kind of yeah do you just go with rock or so, rock what yeah <laughs> i guess so when i when i have answered that question i try to err on the side of okay I don't want to steer them down the wrong path, and I also don't want them to think that we're something that we're not. Right. So I don't describe us as heavy metal. I don't describe us as hard rock. Um, so that, you know, alt rock, I think, is fairly fairly safe and a fairly, you know, <laughs> wide genre. Yeah. You know, you don't, there, you know, some people, when they think of alt rock, they think of certain things which we're not, but I think that... You know, I think within that, I think we touch on a lot of the different elements in, in alt rock. So There's I think room that's to explore pr pr as well. probably right. safe, yeah. And I guess that's fairly vague enough in itself that you can people can kind of put their own ideas on yeah. the, to what it is. I mm. think so, yeah. Okay. Well, the reason uh, one of the reasons we're here is because you have a, a record coming out, and I guess that's uh, 
where should we go next? I mean, what's uh, when, when is it when is it being released, and what can you tell me about the album? Uh, release date is the 16th at our show at the Kennedy. Doors open at 8:30, and um, we're actually, I suppose, officially releasing two. We have a Garage Tapes album that these guys came out with before I was even in the band, okay. which was 2014. You guys made yeah. that one, and we're selling that copies of that at the show and our new comprise of live sessions we've done this summer one at umfm and one at kind of a interesting little backwoods studio beside where i grew up by toulon manitoba okay uh this what was that last month i guess we did that yeah in july i guess yeah so it's a it's a compilation of those two called the denton abbey sessions okay and uh yeah and you put them out at the show mm-hmm. people yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, we've had, uh, we've been working on, you know, kind of producing some more typical studio tracks, I think, for the last, really since we put out that that first EP. Um, But just with, you know, with the amount of production it takes and and finding time to record everybody, it made a lot of sense, especially, you know, with Aaron being part of our group to come out and just figure out a way to, how do we get some good recordings done and, okay. and kind of get out there. So that was a good reason to go out to UMFM and the service they provide with doing sessions for, for bands in the city is amazing. And oh, then, yeah. and then Denton had, or uh, Aaron had this hookup in, in Toulon up where he grew up. So just two great opportunities to go out and, and spend some time recording and stuff. And we, we came away with, you know, enough, enough tracks that we're proud of that we thought that'd be a good idea to, to put together some a CD and, and kind of use that to hopefully get people listening to us a little bit. Cool. And had that previous EP ever been released physically before? Or is this uh Yeah, we, we, we released it a couple of years ago. We didn't actually, I don't even think we had a release party for it. Okay. We just, you know, we got some discs printed and we put it on, we put it online. I think we've made like $5 and 30 cents on streaming, but you know, it's, it's out there and there's some stuff on there that, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of. I think that we all kind of like it. We definitely like playing the tracks that that are out that are on it live now so i think it's a it's a good opportunity to push that as well absolutely cool and what's the new one called yeah you said the title as well uh i've completely forgotten it since you said it so (laughs) the denton abbey tracks okay and what's the significance of that is that just what the name of the place was called or i don't really know what was the significance of that so uh the i think brooks um brooks and mike tackled putting the album together and and what i understood was kind of uh the Denton's places where we did the recording up by Toulon okay. and he's you know I'd never met him before but he was certainly a bit of a character <laughs> and he's an it sounds like he's a musical institution in that area okay, okay. at least in there's absolutely it's neat in his studio he has um like in his kind of in his control room all over the all over the ceiling and the walls he has the bands that come in that you know they sign their names cool, and stuff cool. and it's it's cool because there's a there's a number of bands from winnipeg that we recognize yeah. that were up there and stuff that and maybe you wouldn't have known i'm listening to they actually recorded there right? yeah. yeah and i mean it's, exactly. it's it's been there for 40 odd years i'd imagine oh, wow. and yeah it's really the only outlet for musicians in that area because i guess Toulon's only a town of a thousand yeah, shouting yeah. area's got to be maybe two thousand something like that for anyone who plays music to get out and actually you know, get their stuff heard or get it on record kind of thing. So it was, yeah, it was a lot of history in there. Yeah. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. Actually. It, was, it was cool to kind of pay a little bit of an homage to him and, and what he's done. And, you know, going up there, he was like incredibly personable and, you know, just a, 
a super interesting guy. It was yeah, really nice. cool to spend the weekend with him and kind of get to know, you know, him and the people that kind of come through that studio and stuff. And so, you know, that, and then I, I don't know, I haven't asked Brooks about this, but I wonder if Brooks was trying to, you know, do a little bit of a play on words with like, you know, Abbey Road or right. something like that. Right. I'm not sure, but you know, the Denton, the Denton connection was definitely there with, with going out to that studio and just kind of wanting to give a nod to what he's been doing out there cool. and stuff. Okay, so people who haven't heard the show before, the way this works is I, uh, it's actually a little different than how it usually works. So if you have heard it before, it's a bit of a twist too. Usually what we do is we press a button on a computer, gives us a random theme word, and the hosts and guests select songs based on the theme. We're still doing that today, but what we're trying to do going forward with the show is focus as locally as possible with the song picks. So, uh, if you can, if there's a way to connect a local band to the theme word or something Winnipeg related, um, this show is very Winnipeg centric anyway. I mean, we've been talking to Winnipeg artists for past four years almost now and uh, it just makes sense to make the song picks also related to the city so do either of you have a pick that relates to this week's theme which is gold um well <laughs> the one thing i did think of and i kind of like to think of myself as a retro drummer almost is okay the uh the first kind of gold. i think it was the first gold single that uh, the guess who had shaken all over they covered okay uh that would be my pick <laughs>
we're back, uh, shaking all over. That it fits the theme. And yeah, the guess who is? Uh, I don't know. It's a weird one for me. I never really got into them. Um, and I feel like Winnipeg, you're supposed to love them. Like it's kind of yeah. so many people just adore them. And he, I, I don't know. I mean, some of their songs, yeah, I do dig. But for the most part, I, I'm kind of. I adore Burton Cummings' mustache more than anything. But yeah. that's probably the best thing about him. Like, you know, mm. like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I never. Are you, are you a big Guess Who fan or? Not really. Not really. This is this is the one that you know. No one talks about as being the Guess Who as much because as, it's not technically the Guess yeah, Who, right? Yeah, not yet. And you hear like "Shake Your Hand" or "American Woman." And it's yeah, like, I don't give a shit about that. Anymore. Yeah, right, right, yeah. But I mean, it's they're so like kind of ingrained in Winnipeg music scene that it's just like one of these untouchable icons of like definitely like Randy Bachman and Burton Cummings are like these two guys that are mm-hmm. so yeah. high. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're all right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> when you get your own radio station or your own radio show, yeah. you're probably all right. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm. You got one too. Yeah. I got one too. You're all different. Right. It's a little different. No big deal. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. A little different from what he's got. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, yeah. they're one of those things. One of those like you know foundation Winnipeg rock bands, I guess. But yeah. I never rated them yeah. as highly as someone like Neil Young or anything. Like they just seem like a tour. Even though they came up at the same time and everything, it's like mm-hmm. one guy to me is like up here, and the guess who are just kind of around somewhere. But but they but fit the theme, and that's the point. And it's a local yeah. band, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's cool. I kind of wish that I had been around for some of that stuff because like it, you always read stuff about like the, the community club scenes they had yeah. back then it just seems super cool like yeah. that, that all I mean because I played in community club bands like you guys probably did too at some point or another like you know back in the I guess the mid 90s was when I played those kind of shows but like it's not the same yeah it, I mean it probably was the same but it didn't uh, it's not the same allure there's no historical value to the shitty shows I did yeah. <laughs> versus like yeah yeah no yeah, kidding but yeah yeah I don't know. Mm. guess who yeah there's a cool connection too, and we didn't mention that, right? Because of the whole Denton connection with the guest. That's right. Oh, really? Denton. Yeah. We were just talking about yeah. Denton. Um, he used to mix for the guests who before they. I don't know when it was. I haven't. You don't really want to ask the guy about it, you know, because just in case there was some sort of bitterness that he had towards them. <laughs> right. Or right. It, somehow well, yeah, like it just after didn't they blew up or something. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After they blew up, they kind of dumped him or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> went to somewhere different, but yeah, he used to mix for them back in the day, apparently. That's yeah. pretty, pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Cool, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if he did it in the same in the same shack that, that we were in, but <laughs> yeah. I could understand why they'd want to leave if it wasn't the same shack. <laughs> Even then, yeah. probably you know thirty five less years of like secondhand smoke in the carpet. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been, yeah. I'd been stuff, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The For same sure. mix board, I'm sure he used at that yeah, point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, um. So talking talking about you guys rather than the guess who, um, you, the shows at the Kennedy, right? Yeah. Have you have you played there before? No, I haven't I'm even not. been there since it, since it yeah. got reopened. So I was there right after it got reopened. It was pretty pretty funky in there. I'd, I was never in it before. Okay. I'd never been yeah. lo- okay. It was the low pub, low pub before, yeah. right? Yeah, I'd never been. I I was the last time I was in there was when it was the low pub. Everyone says it's pretty ghetto at that point. Yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. kind of liked it. I didn't go to a lot of shows there. The ones low pub, but it's, yeah. it's a cool setup. Like I like the the layout of the place. Mm. I don't know if that's changed. Probably not. Since yeah, I'm excited. In the um, like, if it's still the so the footage I've seen of shows there. Yeah. It looks like there's like kind of a banister where the, oh, the stage, in, right? You're right in front of where the sh- where the the um, the band plays. And yep. With our uh, like our projection setup, um, I think that we'll be able to do some really cool stuff. With uh, hopefully we're getting kind of a, a special screen setup that okay. will allow us to kind of use the screen to divide 
ourselves from the audience in a cool way. Cool. So I think it'll be a really, really cool show for uh, for what we do. It'll be really Hopefully. sensual. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go ultra sexy this mm. time. Our show is going to be super duper sexy. The club super sex of Winnipeg. That's right, true. Right. That's true. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's kind of why I was asking about the, not, not the super sex part, but the, the visuals about the Kennedy. Because, I mean, did you pick the venue because it would work well with this, or is that just coincidence? Honestly, I booked a venue two weeks ago, and they were like <laughs> the guys who were still open, or that we could get that date for. So, I mean, it, yeah, I'm excited for it because I that was one of the venues that I was hoping was, yeah, yeah. but at the same time, yeah, mm-hmm. it was just uh, they were convenient, they were there. Yeah, and it's it's a smaller room, right? And you know, we don't uh, we don't exactly have a, a giant ground swell of followers right. yet at this point. So yeah. you know, to be able to have a show where you know, you know that you can you can fill the room and create a good atmosphere. Totally, yeah. As opposed to playing somewhere where, you know, there might be a lot of people, but they don't care what you're doing, or, yeah. you know, um, there's no one, and no one cares what you do, right. you're doing. Right. Like, those it's kind are, of a downer. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, you know, knowing that we can we can probably fill the room to some extent and have a, a good, loud show is kind of, you know, it's it should work out really well. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so that, uh, I guess, kind of a tie-in to the, the visual stuff. I mean, I know, like I said earlier, we've done a whole episode, a whole video episode about this, so people can check that out if they want to yeah. learn more about it. But um, as far as the new album goes, like, obviously there's a visual element to a lot of the songs you play because it's, it's part of your part of your whole kind of, part of the band. Yeah. So when is there anything that kind of ta- is taken away from it when you're listening to it rather than seeing it live? Like, I mean, is there a way people can see the visuals while listening to the album? I mean, is that something yeah. you considered, or so with the um, the tracks from UMFM yeah. that are on there? So the those tracks are uh, we we took when we did those sessions at UMFM. We did visuals in the studio there, and yeah. we captured them. So those are actually online, and you can you can check them out on our Vimeo site. Um, so those are the corresponding vi- the corresponding visuals that go with the same some of the same tracks that are on on this album. Um, we didn't do like a, a companion DVD with it okay. or anything like that. It was you know it was really just to get out, have something new that's current that has Aaron drumming on it Makes sense, yeah. and stuff to to get out and to start playing shows and stuff like that. So we didn't we didn't kind of take that extra step to create like a deluxe right, ultra mega right. CD or anything yeah. like that. But but um, but yeah, you can you can kind of get a sense of what we're doing. And there's a there is a video. Um, from the first time we had our machine out at the park where uh, Mike just set up a GoPro and he had it firing at the screen that was behind us. And you can kind of get a sense of, of what we're doing and stuff with the, cool. with the visuals if, if you're into it. But the best way to experience it is to come out to the show yeah, and, of course, and check of course. it out. Right? You see, see it all happening at once. Yeah, right? and it's always different too because yeah. it, it's, you know, it's not like Mike is just hitting play. Yeah. He's he's creating these visuals and and he's responding to what we're doing and the the instruments are are feeding into the machine and kind of changing how the screen looks and stuff like that too. So okay. he's creating yeah. Frankenstein's monster live for you all to see. Right, right, That's which is right. very it's very cool. Yeah. 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 So is there uh, how much of an element is the are the visuals when you're actually writing the songs? Those coming after you've already got the songs written, or are they kind of being worked on? As you work on the song, Mike's kind of independent of us doing that kind of. Thing. Yeah, th- when we got it started, kind of what we did was we took um, songs that had already been written, and then we added we okay. added them in. Okay. Um, you know, he also does like some of the electronic elements and stuff like that. So some of the some of the newer jams and stuff that we've done, we've we built them kind of around the samples and stuff that, okay. that he's had. But we haven't actually taken that step where. You know, he's come up with a visual, or you know, one of us has, and then we built a song around it. Not to mention the drums on some of the tracks are triggered too, so that 
will also be part of you know when I hit a when I hit a pad, it's altering what he does on the screen. Right, right. Yeah. So there's that too. So what kind yeah. of electronic elements is he bringing into it? Uh, as far as the music goes, is it just samples or is he doing manipulating the sounds you guys are making? Samples and there's some synth work he's been okay. doing recently okay. too on yeah. some of the tracks that are actually on the album. Yeah. And um, there's some turntablism and stuff as well. That's okay. The best word yeah. of the day. It's a good word. It is good. Yeah, yeah. really yeah. good. And then um, the other thing that uh, he does is he'll take, um, you know, he'll add effects and stuff to okay. voices. Well, it's happening and, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, he'll mix them in and out and stuff like that. So it's like an audio version of what he's doing with the visuals almost. Right. right. Okay. Yeah, totally. Cool. And yeah. has, has that has that been able, have you been able to use that at all the shows you've done so far? I mean, has it been... Have there been issues where you've had to play just a straight music show, or can you usually fit the videos in when you're playing live? Um, yeah, so we've we've figured out a way to do it with the shows that we've played so far. Cool. Um, whether it be, you know, just firing a projector at a wall or something like that or having something in-house already. Um, but, you know, it's 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 neat because we could, I think, I think the show would be different if it was, you know, if it was just... If the visuals weren't a part of it, right? You know, if it was just the electronic elements, or if it was, you know, just drum, bass, guitar, you know, for a show, the songs would sound quite a bit different. So it, you know, that would be cool to check out too. And, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that the opportunity will come up to do that. But you know, right now we're really happy to be able to, you know, bring it all out together and stuff like that. Do you feel that you guys play differently when when that's not there or when that is there? I mean, when you if you see it happening as you're playing at a live show, for example, does that change like maybe the intensity or or, or the way you play? Just watching it kind of happen or is it usually behind it's you it's usually behind I, I, yeah. this will be the first show that we're going to try at not being behind okay. us okay yeah do you think it will change anything and it might it, it might be distracting it might be you know motivating i guess we'll find out it, yeah it's you know one of the things that i notice when i'm playing is you know you look out and you see what's going on in front of you so depending yeah. haven't quite figured out how we're going to set it up yet but depending on how it's set up like we might do it so it's completely blocking us off from the audience and okay. we're in like okay. our own separate little cubby and they're all on the outside we don't we don't really know we haven't we haven't thought about it yet so that would be a totally different experience than mm-hmm. being out and looking at the right. audience so making the visual front and center basically yeah. Guys, yeah yeah we don't we don't really know how we're yeah. going to do it yet so it'll be it's to be, be seen cool to be seen yeah. just check out the show yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> cool well i'm going to pick a song to go to the gold team um so when i you know saw the word and Realized I have to make the local connection. The first thing I thought of was um, local artist named Smokey Tiger. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. He has been on the show a couple times. We did a live show with him uh, at the Handsome Daughter earlier this year. And he's one of my favorite local artists for sure. He basically has one of those big old organs. You know, the organs everyone's grandmother has in their basement. He has one of those and he has like a shit ton of effects and and samples and things going on with it as well. And he does music that's extremely Manitoba focused. Like he's got songs about the Jets, about Louis Riel, about pretty much anything Manitoba. Right. is kind of his, his bag. And he has an album that just came out recently called Great Western Gold. So I figured, pick a song from that. It's got gold, it's hyper-local because Smokey Tiger is very hyper-local in general. So um, really we could go with any song from there, but let's go with uh, Warden of the Plains, which is a song he played live when we had him on the show last, but we'll go with the studio version. Not long ago and not far away, we made a record. And this is it. Giant concert. Rusty, Jerome, tell how we do. Well, it was easy. We just chose eight of our favorite concerts. Concerts we played before in the castle. 
So we got out all the music, the arrangements. Yeah, and then... Well, we musicians got together in a recording studio and played all those concerts. We got to go. We're in a recording studio and played all those concerts again. Yeah. Fun. It was. And the first concert is called... The Band Concert, because it's about bands. Now, Jerome sings Old MacDonald had a band. And next we play Ramirez Band. Then Alexander Ragtime. But first, to start us off, it's Strike Up the Band. Yeah. 
Western gold is a lager of established quality, long favored for its mellow, satisfying flavor. Brewed especially for Manitoba, based on an original recipe dating back throughout time. Please enjoy these melodies designed to invoke the spirits with voices uplifted to the wide open sky and strings tuned to the vibration of the prairie soil. One of the, one of the I think it was one of the best local, local guys doing anything. You can see so original. Like I can't think of anyone else who sounds like that, and yeah. it's really unique and really cool too. This is someone like I mean, there's a you know, I've had a lot of people on the show over the years. We've been doing it since 2012, but that's someone who anytime he wants to come on, it's like he's totally welcome to come on the yeah. show because he's he has interesting things to say too. Like he's just a cool guy, but it fits the gold theme for obvious yeah. reasons, mm. and it's you know hyper local. So he's amazing. Yeah. I'm glad you like. I'm glad you uh, brought that song out because the. The last time I heard a Smokey Tiger before, uh, like you were you were saying that you're gonna yeah. play a track by him today, was the the Jets video, which is a great video. It's a great video, but you kind of when when that's the only thing that you see, you know what I mean? Like you're like, oh, this is like quirky, yeah, and stuff. But then when you kind you know you filled us a little bit in on what he does during the middle of the song yeah. and. You know, it it adds a whole a whole depth to it, and I'm gonna definitely check out more. For sure, Very yeah. Cool. yeah. It makes you want to slow down, contemplate <laughs> your life a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think that it's easy to pass them off as a gimmick, right? Because right. I mean, a lot of his songs, like the Jets one, for example, that right. he made the video for, the video is very silly. I mean, it, it's like. He's being very sincere about the Jets, but it's ridiculous. Those guys dancing around like fools with weird costumes on and stuff. Yeah. And you kind of get the idea, like, okay, this is. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of depth to to what he's doing. And yeah. It's cool. A lot of people in Winnipeg just do really weird stuff like this, kind of like hidden away in pockets. And I, I feel like I've interviewed a few of them, and I kind of hope I get to talk to more because there's some people doing really weird stuff in the city. And yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, I was kind of in prep for, for today. I was kind of like doing some looking. I was looking for something to go with the gold theme, yeah. and um, I was looking, you know, Winnipeg, like underground rock scene and stuff like that. And there was a number of pages, and one of the things that, you know, a lot of them kind of said was, you know, it takes – eight or nine hours to get anywhere. Yeah. You know, so if you're a band, you want to go play outside of Winnipeg, yeah. you know, you have to drive for a day and that results in, you know, a lot of kind of isolation and, and almost inbreeding. And we all know what happens when <laughs> yeah. you, when you yeah, inbreed, totally. <laughs> right? you get well, some weird, 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 neat stuff. Like in, in art, you know, there isn't, yeah, Winnipeg's full of inbreds. Well, yeah. Winnipeg is the Winnipeg music scene, especially, is super incestuous. Like, I mean, the yeah. with the inbreeding, right. like everyone yeah. is in each other's bands. I mean, yeah. the, the amount of people That's I've true. talked to, like, just from doing this show, which is like once a week, you know, for a few years now, the amount of people who come back to me two years later and they're in a different band than the one I interviewed with them right. the first time, it's it's not not yeah. uncommon at all, right? And it's like, I mean, almost everyone I know has been in each other's bands at some point or another. It's yeah, weird. And I think that has a lot to do with it. The fact that you're just so isolated. If you yeah. were on the East Coast or something, you could hit up a bunch of cities, you could be moving around. Here, you're stuck here unless you want to make a serious goal of touring 
And yeah. that's like that's a commitment, right? Because yeah. you're going eight yeah. hours in any direction unless you're going to Brandon. But even even Brandon's a few hours away. Like Yeah, exactly. Like that's been the extent of my shitty touring has been going to Brandon and Portage. But I mean even Portage, it's enough of a drive that it's like, do I really want to do this? Yeah. To Trek all my yeah. stuff yeah. and yeah. 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 the back of to my To ten van. people who don't really care that much but are just going because it's a show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I don't yeah know. for I don't sure. Know. Yeah. Is that something you guys are have ever considered? Like have you are you wanted to do out of town shows at all or you wanted See what, uh, going to Brandon next month. Yeah. Well, there you we're go. Going to Brandon. Perfect. We, uh, Where are you playing in Brandon? Uh, so the the grand plan was to do uh, Brandon and Saskatoon. Nice. But uh, haven't been able to really, you know, get get in anywhere in Saskatoon yet. Just started emailing last week, and it's we're looking at October, so that might be a little bit soon too to get all the way out there. But, yeah, yeah. But uh, looking at the decker, probably the double decker in cool, Brandon, cool, cool. Um, will probably be the the go to jam, and then hopefully we can find somewhere else to hit up that weekend too, and make it a two day tour, baby steps somewhere western Manitoba, like just to keep it in the in the region, or yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> there's, probably. there's a lot of there's a lot of little towns yeah. that like they would they're pumped to see anybody. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, uh, back in the early two thousands, for a, for a few uh, about a year and a half, I, I worked in Verdun. Yeah. Which is, you know, not too far from Brandon, close to the border. And, uh, yeah, basically any band that came through, it's like, okay, I'm going. Yeah. Right? I mean, and then there was some terrible ones, there's some great ones, but it's like, I'm stuck in Verdun. Something to there's do. Something to do. Yeah. And it's, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think a lot of little towns like that. Yeah, it was. There was never, ever, aside from, like, any festival we had in too long growing up, there was never live bands coming through aside from, I don't know. Something your grandma would listen to, right. you yeah. know, or poke Sometimes those are pretty good, though. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, at that point, I was, mm. like, you're, you're 12, 13. You're like, no way. That's not right, yeah, a good yeah, time. Yeah. But it's good to keep in mind about Verdon, because if I recall from high school, and I'm a, I'm a married man now, so yeah. I can't, I can't, you know, get too crazy. But <laughs> if I recall, the Verdon chicks were some of the hottest... The Verdon ladies were some of the hottest ladies that I'd ever seen. There There's was, always a town. There's always there was a town a crew with hot them, ladies. And it was what whatever was in the water was was working. So well, yeah. I haven't been to Verdon in in the long, over a decade, but when I was there, um, they have an unbelievable auditorium. Like they have an old oh, opera really? house. This old opera house, is like hundred years old, or something. It's beautiful. It's really? not real. Like it's it's like one of the you know you th- picture like an old opera house. It's that. It's like gold everything everywhere. It's hmm. amazing. Like painted backdrop behind it and stuff. It's crazy. Like there's no reason that a town of thirty five hundred people should have this like beautiful old opera really? house. But it does. It's fantastic. And okay. they, they had every time any band came through, it's filled. Huh. I mean, they were mostly kind of higher echelon bands that were touring across Canada right. regularly. But uh-huh. it was like it didn't matter. I mean. Hmm. Whoever came in, everyone went, and it was just like one of the best theaters I've ever been to for any kind of music. Like, no way. That's two reasons to go to Burton. Interesting. And they have two bars across the street from each other. Uh, nice. So, you know, you play at one, you can maybe go to the Play two shows <laughs> in a night. If it was awesome. a bad show, you go to the other one, no one knows your name there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. One that's was like the too. dirt bar, and the other one was the slightly less dirt bar, but it was. Uh, uh, where the hoity toity Verdinians go. Right, yeah, yeah. But to be yeah. fair, it's been over a decade since I've been there, so it could have it maybe it blew up. Maybe it's a huge. Yeah, uh, all that oil money now. Yeah, you never Maybe they got up their water. team now, right? So, yes, the oil kings. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, crazy. But no, Brandon's cool. I mean, Brandon. Mm. I think that's like a good. Yeah. Because it's, it's far enough from Winnipeg that it's yeah. definitely a unique scene there. Like. Yeah. And again, just like with Vernon, I haven't been to Brandon. I haven't played a show in Brandon in a long time either. But when I was there, I remember the kids really loved metal. There was a, they were really really mm. into metal. So I don't know. You guys may need to. Uh, mm. <laughs> make a few tweets or something. Yeah. But, start yeah. smoking. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna start smoking when you sing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to rasp it up a little bit. Yeah, on your <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just do a peel on the Brandon metal. Get some EMGs yeah. on the old axe there. Yeah, and with the vocoder go. now, yeah. we can do whatever we oh, want. Oh, you have a vocoder now. Do whatever we want. Yeah, it's all, it's all through there. All through the machine. Through, through the, the big machine. boy. Yeah, the big boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, that's very cool, though. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Yeah. So, have you been? Uh, I mean, I know the band's been around for a while. 
And but this yeah. is like the first major release that you're doing. Have you been playing a lot of shows in that time, or has it mostly just been working kind of on? You know, uh, to tell you the truth, this is the kind of the first relatively stable group of members okay. that we've had. Okay. Um, like, it's just it's just one of those things. Like you you start with something, and then you just eventually end up with a group of people that are kind of committed and excited. And then you can start functioning. And this is kind of the first time, I think, that we've gotten to the point where we've had uh, members that are all kind of interested in, okay. in in playing out and work well together and, you know, are interested in moving forward. So that's, you know, the the first EP was cool because you can, you can multi-track, right? And you, you don't need everybody there at the same right, time, right? right? Yeah. And it just, it worked really well to do that. And then this is the, the first time, and it's also the first time where we've kind of been you know, connected and had our, our ears up enough to know that, yeah, there's opportunities, right? Yeah, where you, can, sure. you can go and you can make an album without spending a ton of cash, right? It's not going to be, you know, the most, um, like, if you put it up to stuff against the, on the radio, right, it's it's not going to be quite the same or as polished, but it's going to be, as long as the plane's okay, it's going to be listening. Well, listening and it depends on what radio you're talking about, too. I mean, you put yeah. it up with someone on new MFM or CKW, which are really what people should listen to anyway. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, the quality is going to be yeah. comparable, right? So, yeah, yeah. Are yeah. drummers divas in this city or something? That's, I don't know. Like, I, it took you guys a while to find one, right? Yeah, and I think like I think part of it, too, is, um, like, I was really, really busy with school yeah. and oh, stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. and, the like, uh, Brooks lives in Morden, right? Okay, so, so, that so that makes it difficult for him to come out. So to find everybody that has a schedule that works... And then, yeah, and then just finding somebody that's into the, like, we are a little bit unusual with the stuff we play because right. we don't, you know, we don't really, we're not metal, right? No. There's a lot of, there's a lot of guys that are really into metal in the city. Sure, for sure. Right. And, and that's kind of a language that, that we don't speak and we're not really. Not, and you're not a punk band, although some of the things, band. some elements would be good. That, right. You know, punk if. Yeah. Yeah, not even sonically, but I mean, yeah. yes, a little bit. But from what I've heard, but I mean, even just having the, the visuals is a pretty punk yeah. thing to do, right? It's, it's very yeah. Uh, it's funny when I first when I walked in here the first time, and played with them, and then <laughs> walked out. Max like, yeah, I'm just gonna call that guy and tell me found someone. <laughs> like fuck. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, sounds it's, good. It's it, it just it, fit just like that, yeah, 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 like yeah. a glove. And it, it is amazing because some people too are just like looking for something really specific. Yeah. Too right, and we. Yeah, that post rock. We right. We we met. <laughs> but there's a scene for that too. There's a lot of bands right. who do this kind of weird like yeah. instrumental atmosphere kind of post rocky stuff. That's like it seems to be a yeah. new grown thing, which is yeah. yeah. And it it's a it was a matter of just finding you know the right people at the right space time in their life that are interested in getting together on a regular basis and you know and then taking something that you've created right yourselves that has never been vetted and showing to people and and like hopefully they like it yeah right so and not a lot of people are willing to take that risk right especially with you know i didn't start getting into bands until like the last five years right right, right. so last i'm not three years for me i haven't been yeah. here for that long so so not never part of a scene or anything like that right, right? you're just well and i think that's that's i mean that's something that kind of comes up a lot on the show because i mean you know i've talked to people at various levels of success people at different ages i mean have someone here who's 50 have someone who's 20 right i mean there's like a pretty yeah. wide range people have been in bands forever and i mean from my experience of bands too i started playing first band i was known was 12 years old i was in grade seven that's awesome and like we were playing like preteen dances or whatever right i mean and so for me being i haven't been in a band for a while but for me it was always easy because all of my friends were also in bands right but if i started now i mean i from scratch, it would be different because I wouldn't be, yeah. wouldn't have the connections anymore yeah. or, or whatever. So yeah, it's different. I mean, I think there's a lot of people in Winnipeg who have been doing this forever, 
Yeah. And they have all the connections to the venues. They have all the connections right. to other musicians. And it's kind of like just second nature to them almost. They know exactly what to do. They know right. how to do it. But yeah, if you're coming at it from, you totally. know, especially as adults, you know, with other yeah. responsibilities mm-hmm. and things like that, it's, it's different. It's a different way to, to get yeah. into it. And it's kind of a, almost like a stumbling block at first because yeah. you have to figure out where you fit right. like, within the... And also, and also the fact that, you know, there's... There, it's a, it's as much of a music scene as it is a social scene. Absolutely, yeah. right. And Mikey's the only one of the band of us who has grown up here, you know. Yeah, that would, would be in a kind of scene. Yeah, which I guess he's not really in the scene that we would want to be in because he has a DJ background. I guess it helps, but at the same yeah. time, right. so it's it's just you know it. It's like you said, we were not none of us were playing in bands in the city right. since we were young, and you know, um, but now now we're into it and. You know, it's 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 a lot of fun and breaking in is fun too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, because it's unexpected, right? Because I mean, like the incestuous thing of it. Everyone's in each other's bands. Everyone knows each mm-hmm. other. All of a sudden, someone new shows up. What is this? What, what are they doing? Yeah, how do they, yeah. this yeah. Kijiji band. Yeah. Love. Kijiji band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've heard that so many times. People, are, you're going to try and find someone on Kijiji, like. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. And that's All part right. of it, right? Is that it just took it took a while of cycling through people on Kijiji, yeah. right? That's literally yeah. how you did the Kijiji yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how we found found Mr. Simcoe here. So did you have a lot of it. like false Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and people too that like responded and you got a sense right away, like through emails yeah. that like this was someone that was concerning. And you did not necessarily want them in your house. Yeah, of course, yeah. Right? Yeah. And and just like, well, we can't find a drummer. But yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. So like it, it was just kicks in. Yeah, yeah. just not being able to call someone up that you've known for like ten years. Like, hey, for sure, you know, come drum right. And then I mean, like I was saying, before, two people who've been in the scene forever and have all those connections. Like when they started playing in bands, PGG wasn't an option. Yeah. So they're right. just used to just going and asking out within a certain pool of people. Yeah, that's why it's always the same stuff. So. Winnipeg is yeah. very clicky like that too. Yeah. I found there's not really much room for you to like work your way into a certain crowd and be like, hey. Can I play with any of you guys? Right, you need to kind of be invited by someone already in there into yeah. their band, and then you yeah. sort of like get absorbed into that, the whole. Yeah, I'm like yeah. thinking of it, that is the biggest thing I found. I've, I have not been able to break into anything as far as you know, not that I've wanted to, yeah. you know, but any kind of genre group, it's tough to just jump in there, you know. Yeah, but it, it's cool too because I think at the same token that like, you know, and that makes us this band what it's what it's going to become. It's right. interesting because yeah. we're all like that, and and knowing that like. People won't accept us until we're good. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Is right? another thing, right? Like we can't, we can't. No one's gonna call you up and say, "Hey, you know, I need a band." Yeah. Never played together, but we gotta kill forty-five minutes, yeah. right? Like we're we're never gonna be asked back, right? So we're not gonna <laughs> waste those opportunities. For sure, yeah, right? yeah. Whereas if people knew us from a long time ago, they'd be like, "Ah, they'll just they'll be fine. Let them do yeah. Bum around yeah. for a while, right? And it, it, I think it makes us a little bit hungrier." Mm. Yeah, I don't for know sure. to go out and do it and to get out there, do as we sure. can. It probably makes us have more nerves too, but right. at the same time, you know, it's the opportunities I think probably mean more to us than people that have been out doing it all the time. Totally, and kind of take it for granted. That's absolutely it. That's what I feel for sure. Got to cut your teeth, and you want people to know that you're you mean business in the city. Yeah, but you're going to make the same mistakes that you know a band of. 14 year olds absolutely are going to make yeah right yeah. <laughs> and like that's too bad when that but happens, i guess the stakes right? are a little higher because 
you're trying to get, you know, the 14-year-olds can play at some other 14-year-old exactly. basement exactly. and they can screw up and yeah. it's fine. Whereas you guys, you know, the availability of shows is probably pretty limited and getting everyone together yeah. and the timing and stuff. So you got to make a count, right? Whereas yeah. the 14-year-olds, yeah. they can, yeah. Yeah. They can be absolutely. out of tune and one of the yeah. guys doesn't show up and they still play a show in the guy's yeah. basement. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. And well, you know. We take it seriously, game time. Yeah. I do anyway, yeah. for sure. But we'll screw up and we know that. Yeah, of course, yeah. Make fools of ourselves and that's all part, part of the fun of it. Though, yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 It's not the goal, but it's going to happen. Yeah. Happens to everyone. Do you have a song you want to pick uh, for gold? Yeah, man. So um, I was uh, I found I found two actually. Okay. Um, I found one on Royal Canoe put out like a single called Purple and Gold. Cool. And then I found one by Greg McPherson. Cool. Um, called Kingston, and that's the one that I'm going to pick. Well, why don't we do both? Want to do both? We'll start with one, and then we'll end what? the show on the other. One. Okay. Those are good. Both good local. Artists. All right. Let's like, well, let's let's do the let's do the the G Mac one first. Okay. And the reason why I picked it is because uh, I I love Greg McPherson. I love I love his vocals. Yeah. If I could make my voice sound like anybody, it would be his. Okay. He's okay. he's kind of raw, and there's there's an intensity, and there's also something really personal about how he writes his songs. Just go yeah. start smoking, man. Tell yeah. Me. Well, there's an intensity in the lyrics, too, a lot of times <laughs> mm-hmm. as well, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it and, I, and I love that. And reading through his lyrics, you can tell, like, they're they're very personal. And I try to I try to do that with my songwriting, so I thought I thought this would be a good, a good one to pick. Cool. Let's check it's it out. It's called Kingston. Come on, everybody, we 
everybody will get some now. Come on, everybody, we can all get some. Come on, everybody will get some now. Come on, everybody, we can all get some. Come on, everybody will get some now. Come on, everybody, we can all get some. Come on, everybody will get some, get some now. Get some now. Alright, that fit the theme? How did it fit the theme? Yeah, so uh, the reason is uh, the last, when I think the fourth line in the last verse was, people are made of gold. Fits, yeah. So there you go. Cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's, that guy's pretty uh, pretty iconic Winnipeg singer-songwriter. I mean, absolutely. he's been around for, yeah. for ages, yeah. One of the first dates I went on with my now wife was to a Greg McPherson concert. Cool. Uncle Elephant fact. There you go. It's a trivia. So Pearson helped you lock it down, man. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I think she was turned on by his forearms, which helped me later. So <laughs> take what I can get, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, this maybe brings up a good not that part, but the the, the Greg Christian choice brings up a good question: is like who, as a group, are there is there anyone that you are kind of collectively influenced by? I mean, obviously, it sounds like he's a, he's an influence on your yeah writing and singing and stuff. But mm-hmm. I mean, is there someone that kind of all of you sort of can point to as an influence. I don't think we've ever talked about really who are. We haven't sat down, you know, around a campfire and be like, so who's influenced you guys? Well, how did you on the Kijiji ad? Because <laughs> usually you see an ad, bandmates needed. Right. It's like, you know, sounds like, you know, whatever, Slayer meets, obviously not for you guys, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> did you have something like that? Is there kind of a... So uh, we, the way we did it is we didn't post an ad. We looked for drummers. Oh, okay, okay. This right. is good so this is, this is how the gentleman showed up here expecting post-rock. Right. And we're like, wow, <laughs> we're like after classic rock. And we're like, <laughs> we're not, we're post-garage probably because like regular garage would be like where the cars are. Right, so right. this has so, got to be post-garage. Yeah. So like pretty post-rock, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then, um, and then, and then there was a couple other guys that, you know, were looking for, you know, to go really hard and make it big and all that stuff. And, um, and then, uh, Aaron, we found Aaron, I guess Aaron had an ad up. So we just fired him a message and made some jokes and he made some jokes. Exactly. That's it. You know, in my extensive experience in Kijiji and trying to find (laughs) bands, Cause like as a drummer in this city, I found you can just—it's so easy to just go and find a band if you want. And yeah. people usually, no matter what you've posted on your ad for what you want to find, like hey, you want to come play this kind of band? I'm like, no, it's not I what I posted for. Yeah. And uh, but with these guys, it was more like I responded, and I always look for the the banter, the back and forth with the person. You know, if they have a little yeah. bit of a sense of humor, or you can get along with them. You can tell right from that point. I was like, oh, these guys are gonna be funny. So I came down here, and it was just like that. And I don't really, as as far as influences go. I just if personalities clash, that matters more to me than sure. you know your yeah. musical influences because you can you can gel fantastically and have way different influences and like definitely. So it makes it interesting. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's well, yeah, that everyone brings something different. Right? Yeah. Mm. yeah, I guess I'm just trying to force you guys into a category. <laughs> <My own. laughs> oh, right. Well, what are we? We're uh, 
psychedelic Manitoba folk? Is that what we're going? Psychedelic with? Manitoba folk trance. <laughs> folk trance. Trance watch. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know what. Yeah, we I, are. Know, I know. It's like an we got to get someone right? to do a review so that we can so they can label us. That actually, that's the best way to do it. Someone else tells you what you yeah. are, and it I know. Works, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, so if you know a guy, we'll yeah, find yeah. we'll find yeah. someone. Well, I mean, my like you know my old band, um, we didn't know what to call it either for similar reasons and someone described it in a, in a show review as pre-punk art terror mm. which was perfect I mean I wasn't entirely oh sure God. what it meant but I had an idea and I felt like it kind of so I, we started using that all over the place so it's like and one it, of those websites you can like click a button and it generates some sort of name for yeah, you you yeah. may as well just do that yeah totally. you could just do that too. just make up whatever right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Be yeah just as good honestly I think that's fair throw a post that's in there somewhere yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. it's gotta be post something yeah. post or ultra we're not yeah. sure yeah. maybe post Ooh, ultra post ultra, ultra. Yeah. just call Next it level. post ultra just that yeah. alone post, <laughs> post ultra <laughs> like, yeah I like it that's I don't great. Know. yeah Okay, so you, uh, you, your CD release show is the 16th? That's right. At the Kennedy? That's correct. Who are you playing with? Is there anyone on the opening? Or? We are playing with the gentleman from Giant Skellies, who are a newly formed indie band. Like the name? From Winnipeg, yes, great. And as of yesterday, the band Mammoth Graveyard, you may or may not have heard of them. I've heard the name too, for sure. Yeah. Um, they are, they are playing also. with us as well. Yeah, it's great. Great, great name. name. So they're, I think they're, they're more of a shoegaze rock kind of band. Okay, okay. So it'll be an post, interesting night. Of post something, yeah. Eclectic, yeah. Ultra shoe guys. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> are, are these bands that you guys selected yourselves, or did you just kind of put a call out for someone? Uh, like? Well, I kind of put it together as I used to be in a band called The Stray Vinyls, and we broke up about a year ago. And I kept in touch with the guys. It wasn't like a no one was bitter. So they're right. they're both playing in different bands now. And we got we got my old friend Rich, who's the bassist in the Giant Skellies. Um, that's how I got hooked up with them. And I guess he went to law school with a guy who was in Mammoth Graveyard, and okay. that's how that happened. So. Cool, cool. Yeah. And then the actual album itself, once it comes out, is it going to be available, obviously, online, I'm guessing? Is, is that the main place people can find it? Yeah. Yeah. And then hopefully we'll... Uh, hopefully gonna... CDs come back in a huge way and we can sell <laughs> yeah. a million. <laughs> Going straight to 8-track. Yeah. Well, I, still, I still listen to CDs. Yeah. I, apparently I'm in the minority, but I still I don't know. I yeah. never stopped it. Yeah. yeah. And we'll bring, them, you know, we'll bring them to shows and hopefully we'll be playing a community center near you. Yeah. 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 Maybe in Brandon. Yeah, <laughs> maybe in Brandon. Maybe in Saskatoon. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool. And then uh, if people want to, you know, say someone hears you for the first time on here, wants to look up more information, yeah. uh, aside from the show, what's the best way to find you online? Uh, so Facebook is probably where everybody is. Yep. Um, Twitter, SoundCloud, Instagram. Yeah. And we have a website. We have UncleElephant.com. And if that doesn't impress you, I don't know what will. That's right. But Uncle is spelled a little bit unusually, it's right? It's spelled a little bit unusual, yeah. So it's U N K. L E L E L E P H A N Yeah, Uncle is spelled U N K L. And the reason is is because there is actually a children's book that's Uncle Elephant and Uncle is spelled properly. Right. And you know, being the caring individuals that we were, we figured if you know, if our lyrics get a little racy or right. something like that, you don't you don't wanna have, you know, four year old Billy trying to get their mom to explain to them what? why kissing cousins is a, is a funny phrase. And right? it's so. not cool to have a copyright infringement issue with a children's book either. So That's also true. Right. So if you infringe on someone's copyright, you may as well... Yeah, yeah, Although the publicity would probably only do us good. Yeah, so. I think so. Anyway. Get some listens, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay, well, if people want to hear more episodes of this show, go to witchpolice.com, click on podcasts. There's, at this point, close to 200 of them in the archive. Uh, they're all there for free download and streaming. Uh, we're on the radio on Sunday nights at midnight. Those are uh, old episodes that kind of get a second life, and we like that because 
you know, we're doing these every week, so it's kind of cool for something from like four or five months ago to just kind of get brought back up. It means we can promote it again. It means the bands can let people know about it again. And often we're doing shows like this where we're talking about a CD release. And so by the time this airs on UMFM, CDs out, people can hear it. And, oh, hey, I can just go buy that right now. So it's, it's kind of a cool way to do it. So that's Sundays on UMFM at midnight, which is like prime radio listening time. So, you know, you know we got a good spot there. <laughs> that's when everyone's listening to college radio at uh, midnight. But it's awesome. We love UMFM. They've been really helpful to us to get in this show uh, kind of where it is now so that's awesome uh we also do a lot of live shows um the next one coming up from if you're listening to this when it comes out is october 16th the handsome daughter that one's called shoot first ask questions later and it's a q a on stage with a bunch of local concert photographers so we're going to be interviewing them about what they do uh the crowd will be getting involved hopefully and, and asking questions about uh concert photography we're gonna have some of this stuff on, dis- on display at the daughter and that's on the 18th uh, 16th of october so we hope people come out to that that stuff's on our website and Facebook and all that as well. And if you type in witch police, you're going to find this because there's not really any other witch police or anything. So pretty easy to spot. But uh, you have one more song you wanted to go with uh, to close it out on the gold theme. Yeah. So we're going to do uh, a track off of uh, Royal Canoe's uh, Purple and Gold single. Cool. All right. Thanks for having me. To the tick-tock, the sock hop Pounds crunching like a cardboard I see you, see me sneaking javelin glances It almost feels like we've done this before Go, go, don't try to catch it 